to the podcast where my guests and I talk about anything and everything from sports, relationships, politics, movies and TV shows, current events, and conspiracy theories. No topic is ever off limits and it's always uncensored. I'm Ben Borges and this is Man Chatter. What's going on, little bro? Much, big bro. How you doing? Good man, over here chilling, watching my fucking dog tear up one of his sheets like he always does. Yeah, that puppy life. Yeah, bro, it's not fun, man. It's really not, bro. Like, it's exhausting, man. It's absolutely exhausting. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, We've met. No, I can't. I've I've definitely been through that multiple times. Yeah. Each time. Uh. Each time, I just give it over to mom unintentionally. No, it's and not unintentional. She, she takes. Yeah, she takes our dogs, Josh. It's not unintentionally. Yes. She bribes them by um, giving them human food, okay? And then exactly. they become yeah. hers. And, yeah, and then uh, for those of you that don't know what taking is, uh, if you've ever seen uh, Friday, that shit got deboed. Yeah. My mom. Debo's our dogs. Yeah, she absolutely constantly. constantly. She did it with Tiger to me. She did it with Happy to you. It's just she has yeah. a problem, bro. And then she is, yeah, she is a hoarder of dogs. Yeah, and she takes them from her own kids, and then she she, she spoils does. them more than she does her own kids. Yeah, it's that's, that's pretty. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up, bro. When she hears this, we better run yeah. because she's going to beat our ass, but... Look, I just got to say that um, by the time December hits, she's going to forget. You're closer to her, so she, you got to worry out. You got to worry more than me because I'm over here in Germany. That's, so that's true. So ain't going to buy a ticket. I know that's fact. That's true. That's true. You got a point there, man. I'm So I'm just going to have to like video chat with her until she gets over it is what I'm going to have to figure out so she doesn't hit me. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, she'll probably just come over, you know, get the uh, the uh, chancla, and then if you run faster than her, she'll just throw it at you like a deadly weapon. Let's, so there's that. Let's let's have an honest question and conversation right now. When was the last time you saw a mom right. run? Did you hear me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was a, there was like a delayed pause never, there. Never, I've, I've I have I've never seen mom run ever. I've never seen ever. my. I don't even know what she would look like running. Like, I don't think I've... And I've been... So I got 10 years on you seeing her. And, sir, I've never seen her run. I've seen her speed walk. When, like, when she... Like, you know what I mean? I've never seen... I I couldn't even tell you what my mom looks like running. What our mom looks like running. Yeah. I couldn't... I couldn't tell you either. I really couldn't. I've never seen her run, ever. Not not one second ever, bro. I was was thinking about that while you were talking. I was like, yeah, I've never seen her run, yeah. man. Yeah, actually, like, as as we're having this conversation, like, I'm trying to play back every single memory I've had with mom. And no, not once did I ever see her run. <laughs> not once, nothing. Not a not a light jog, not a scamper, nothing. No. Just, no. just walking. Yeah, she, she's just like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. And then she was like, nope, no more. Yeah, you know what she, she probably did it one time, and then she was like, "This is this is not for me," and she decided to walk for the rest of her life. <laughs> That's it. She might have ran in like high school or middle school or something for like PE, but I I've never yeah. 35, 34 years of knowing no nope, nothing, not a single nothing, not a single run ever. That's so crazy, dude. How exactly. how have we never noticed that before? Right, I that's, really don't. that's so weird. You know, you know how in a, in a high school, before you go over to college or what have you, mm-hmm. you know, live life. Right. Um, how they always how they always say is like, you know, when you grow up, what do you want to do or what do you want to be? And then mom's answer was probably like, I never want to run ever again because <laughs> this shit sucks. <laughs> that's probably what it was. That was one of her top five goals in life. Just never run again. Yeah. Damn. That's so, that's so crazy, dude. Never thought about that uh-huh. in my life, and that's it's a fact of life. Mom has I've never seen mom run. Yeah, 
Honestly, if if uh, I'm pretty sure if we ever did see Mom run, one of two things is likely happening: um, the end of the world. Yes. Yes. Or something something drastic is chasing Mom. Like a where bi- she's like, oh no, and then it's like, fuck, I gotta run. See, I f- and she runs. I feel like the opposite. I feel like she still wouldn't run in those moments. She'd just say, "Well, I guess it's my time," and just kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of embrace it. <laughs> like if, yeah. like if two frogs are like crossing her path, she's just she's gonna stick her arms out and just accept her fate, because you know she's terrified of frogs. Yeah. It's the funny. Yeah, and you would think that you know somebody being terrified of something would like run away from it. Nope. No. Mom nope. was just like. You know, screams, yep. does your little ah, yep. and then just like speed walks away. Yeah, that's it. Like she does like that weird little hunch squat thing where she where she looks like yeah. she might she might go somewhere, but she doesn't move anywhere at all. It's the funniest thing. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I didn't think I didn't think okay. we start this. I, I didn't think we start this off in the first six minutes talking about the fact that our mom does not run. Oh. Amen. Shit happens. Shit happens, brother. So how you been, man? How was your week, bro? I know we haven't talked. I mean, we text and message all the time and shit, but we haven't really talked in a while, man. So how was your week, brother? Oh, shit. My week, man, I don't know. It was kind of boring, but productive and just overall pretty shitty. Um, That's generally my weeks here. Um, so, as you know, um, I've been trying to get promoted, what right. have you, you right. know, over to Sergeant. Right. And there, there have been a lot of, uh, uh, goals that I had to set, you know, for me to go to a board. And for those of you that don't know what a board is, uh, it's basically just an interview, uh, that you're... Uh, senior non-commissioned officers, a.k.a. first sergeants, basically people who lead the troop or company, what have you. Um, and they just, you know, measure you and decide whether or not you are going to be good enough to become an NCO by asking a series of, or are being asked a series of questions. Um, and you also have to do the NCO creed. And... Each week for the past three weeks has just been, oh my god, pretty friggin' shitty, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so whenever I get in, like, a little mindset of things that I have to do at, like, an end goal, I go fucking crazy on it. Alright, sorry, alright, sorry about that, we had to take a little break. Alright, Josh, so where were you? Yeah, so, uh, whenever I have something, you know, on my mind as, like, an end goal, Mm -hmm. man... I, I go I go fucking crazy on that. So um when I came back from Poland, which was like a couple months ago now actually, um I came back and I was like I think I was like two thirty, which was like the heaviest I've ever been. Shit, you got that career. big bro? Yeah, I got fat as fuck. All what right? the fuck? Alright, don't yell at me, man. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not anyways, alright. So uh, I was, so then, I think about a month and a half later, after Saber Strike, uh, they were like, yeah, you're going to the board because you're in your primary zone. And I'm like, ah, shit, alright. So, did my whole tape, uh, you know, height and weight tape, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like 2% over. Right. And I was like, shit. So, that's when I was like, alright, time to kick it into overdrive. So I basically did two-a-days. Which uh, I did, I worked out during lunch and then after work. And in a span of about, I don't know, freaking two and a half, three weeks, something like that. Right, right, uh-huh. I lost, I lost about 12 to 15 pounds. That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. It was not easy at all. It sucked, but I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. What'd you do, Um, just, what'd you do, just not eat? No, 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 I, I ate, uh, I just limited what I was able to eat, um, so instead of me going over to the DFAC in the morning, uh, the dining facility, mm-hmm. um, I just decided, right, you know what, I'm gonna go home, 
and all I'm going to have is just, you know, chicken breast. And I had grilled chicken breast, and that was it. Okay. Lunch, uh, I had, you know, also grilled chicken breast, but I'd mix it with tuna, and I'd just eat that as, like, my, you know, big meal. Right. And then dinner was just chicken breast. That was it. I did that for about three weeks, two and a half, three weeks. So, yeah, it was no bueno. That sounds but, fucking yeah. insane, bro. Yeah, but I did it. Okay. And uh, as so, you know, mm-hmm. I was, you know, calling you. I'm like, man, look, did my whole tape again. And I'm over by like a percent or something like that. Yep. And you're like, man, look, just do, do the stuff that, you know, people in the UFC do. You know, just sweat it all out, whatever. Yeah, cut so weight. I did, I did that. Yeah. I did that, and then I also called mom, and uh, she was like, yeah, use uh, Preparation H and, like, saran wrap your your waist or whatever. I'm like, what the hell? She's like, yeah, people use that for, you know, hemorrhoids and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. Tried it, and oh my god, that shit worked like a charm, dude. Jesus, I lost, so, like, a whole inch did overnight. You, did you do both of our advices or just mom's? Uh, both. Okay, so you mixed it up. That's good. Cool. All right, so it worked. And then what? So then after that, uh, got taped. And mind you, at that time, this was the day before I got my final tape. And the day before, I could not drink any water at all whatsoever. So I couldn't drink any water, and I only ate once that day, which was just a chicken breast, and that was it. Right. That's all I could have that entire day. So for so for just just so, just for a second, give me a second, Joe. So for those of you who don't know what tape is, it's kind of like in the military they measure your waist and your neck. If you're overweight for the weight standards in the in the military, so then they weigh they measure your with a tape measure, right? They still do it with a tape measure. Uh yeah, basically yeah. Yeah. yeah so they measure your neck. For men, they measure your neck and your waist. For women, they measure like wrist, neck waist um and then like butt i think right like like their glutes uh standards standards for for women change kind of so it is it's only three things now so it's basically just uh the neck the waist from what the army considers waist and basically around your you know bum area your yeah yeah, the buttocks the, the gluteus maximus um yes so yeah so the, when they measure that, they get a number, and that number tells usually tells the the military what your your body mass index is, and you, and you have to be under yeah. a certain number. So you were one percent over. Yeah. So then you make the weight, and then what? And then uh, that previous night, you know, I just didn't drink any water, didn't eat anything, um, and just did what you guys told me to do, and lost a whole inch. Uh, in a day. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, that junk sucked so hard because what really sucked was the previous day I did a PT test mm-hmm. and after my, my PT test, you know, I drank water and then after that, a couple of my sergeants were like, hey, no more water for the, for the rest of the day. I'm like, Jesus, all right. So that's pretty much what I did. That's fucking crazy. And then that following week, Tuesday, was my board. So board, so when when, when my brother's talking about a board, it's kind of, imagine like an interview the that you're up for a possible promotion. Right? Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So what was so, that like? Yeah. So what, what did you have to do in the preparation? What did you have to do in the preparation for it? What's what's everything it takes? Because a lot of people don't don't know what what that what it ta- what it entails. I guess is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, well, not really obviously, because a lot of people don't know. Um, so whenever you're getting prepared for the board, uh, you have to study the material that they would be uh, asking you. Mm-hmm. And there's. There is a sheet of paper basically called the MOI. I forgot what it stands for. But basically, it 
tells you what each first sergeant and the command sergeant major will be asking you uh, according to like regulations and stuff. So that's pretty much all you really got to study. Right. And you know, the sergeant major asks you like two, maybe three questions. Uh, one of them is, okay, uh, save the NCO creed, give your bio and current events. And then he might do a curveball and be like, uh, who is the, I don't know, the, the, uh, brigade or regimental start major or what have you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then the other first sergeant says, ask, uh, questions according to regulation. So that's part of it, uh, basically studying and what will happen in the board. Um, and then you have to wear your dress blues, um, which for those of you that don't know what dress blues is, is basically like, I don't know. It's like the, it's the formal, it's like the formal wear for the military. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So that's what, that's what we had to wear. And there's a very specific way of how you have to put everything on. And it sucks so much because depending on how your body is, you have to basically conform the, the, uh, all the stuff that you put on your dress blues Mm -hmm. and a little secret to it for people who have like broad chests and stuff like that is to wear cardboard, like very thin piece of cardboard underneath your, uh, I guess jacket. And like, that like, helps would it... with keeping all the ribbons and, and stuff in, in place. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Back when, because so, when I, when I yeah. did it, when I did it, it was the, the greens. Oh, that yep. terrible green outfit. Yep. Jesus, I hate it. That's ugly. That was an ugly green, bro. I don't know who chose that green, but that's an yeah, ugly, ugly diarrhea green. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. All right, so you're getting so you so you're getting ready for the board. You're you're out out in front of the door yeah. before you go in the room. I'm assuming you're like at headquarters or something. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Yeah. So what's going so what's going through your mind, man? Oh, I mean, geez. I know I know so, what was going through your mind because we were, we talked. I mean, we were texting. I was talk, yeah. trying to calm you down and all that yeah. stuff, but. What, like, elaborate on what was all going through your mind. I was telling you to breathe and shit because you were forgetting to breathe, turning more red than usual. That was, I was, I did not, did not happen. That's exactly what happened. No, that's exactly what happened. You, somebody no, said, somebody no, said. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you guys what actually happened. Somebody said you this, look like a stop sign. Was... I don't. Oh, my God. That's not, that's no, not, that's okay. not what happened. All right. So somebody look, somebody said you look like the American flag because you were like half white, <laughs> half red, and you wore dress blues. No, it's not. Just shut up. <laughs> All right, just just one. So, trying to paint. I'm trying to paint a picture here, guys. So, just trying to paint a picture. You're look. You're not Picasso. You suck, right? So. Well, Picasso was like abstract, so uh, it kind of kind of makes sense. Fine. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just shut up. Let me let me tell my my, my fucking story, right? All right, go ahead. Douchebag. <laughs> um. So, uh, what was basically going through my mind was like, oh shit, don't fuck up. Uh, relax. You know, and like a whole bunch of just thoughts are just like racing through my mind. I was like, oh my god, am I gonna fail? Am I gonna do when I first walk in? Uh, am I gonna like monster mash when I when I walk through? <laughs> and I did, by the way. Um, <laughs> What's uh, uh monster mash? You funny story. I, we'll, we'll let you get back to the story in a second here. You know I did that when I graduated. So when I graduated AIT, <laughs> I monster mashed. Real, did you? Real, I don't remember that. Real shit, bro. I don't know if I did it at graduation, graduation, or if I did it at the practice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but because yeah, because first of all, which is yeah, we practiced that. I did it at the practice. And yeah. what, my my sergeant major was like, "Hey man, hey private, the f- what are you doing?" Like, oh shit, I I monster mashed in that sergeant major. Everybody just started laughing. Yep, but I monster mashed in nice. front of sergeant major, my first sergeant, actually three sergeant majors, my first sergeant, my drill sergeants. Yeah, it was it was a great time. Nice. Yeah, man. Nice. Yep. So go ahead. So you monster mash. So how does it go? You knock. Do you knock at the door? You see, like you've done something that I never did. 
I never did. I never took any promotion board in the military. So I don't know what that what that's like. Yeah. And I'm sure 98% of the people who listen to this podcast won't know what it's, what that's like. Yeah. So it's 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 very very nerve-wracking because a whole bunch of people will give you like advice and honestly I hate this piece of advice so much because it does not help anything at all whatsoever. Picture them naked. Um no that but that wasn't even it. It was it was basically look they put on their pants the same way that oh, you that's, do. You know, I one fucking, leg at a time. Oh, I hate those like, cliches. That doesn't, that doesn't help me at all. No. Like, and that doesn't do anything. First of all, what if they put two legs on at a time at the edge of the bed? Did they ever think of that when they made that exactly. cliche? You got your socks on, just slide right up, and then do the little hop to get their, their shirt in. People do that, too. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't. I know. That's, I, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it so much. That doesn't. Like, that doesn't help me at all. That doesn't. That doesn't it help any. Yeah, that doesn't help anybody. Good advice is, hey man, this is kind of this is kind of the stuff they're gonna ask you. They're gonna, you know what I mean? They're gonna ask you this, that, and the other. They're gonna throw you a curveball. That's advice, not hey. They yeah. they get in their car just like you do. Well, no shit, bro. How else did they get here? That that doesn't exactly. help anything. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah. So you you're in the room. And what happens? Yeah. So I'm in the room, and... After you so monster you mash. In, or, well, so, alright, so let me give you, like, a little process for, for those of you that might be thinking about joining the military and promotion board and stuff, right? So, for the NCOs, who are going from, from specialist to sergeant or corporal, what have you. Um, so basically, you have to knock on the door three times as hard as you can and well not as hard as you can don't like break down the fucking door but you know with knock on the door with authority so and then once you do that the sergeant major will say enter come in whatever so you come in and one thing that's pretty key is whenever you want to close the door don't ever close the door with your back turned towards the sergeant major or first sergeants so basically, you have to walk in, but keep your hand on the handle of the door, so you're closing it right behind you. Right. And once you walk in, you basically have to uh, walk, walk like a like a normal human being. Yeah, try to at least. Yeah. Um, and you have to take the shortest path possible towards the chair, and you get to the chair, and then you. Uh, salute the sorry major, but what basically happens is you have to say, uh, I'll just say what what I did is like specialist pastor, uh, reporting to the president of, of the board, mm-hmm. and then the sorry major says his stuff, blah blah blah, and then you drop your salute once he drops his. So they're gonna give you facing movements. Is like left face, uh, take I don't know three four steps uh, forward. Do that, and then they're gonna say uh, right face, whatever, and that that's basically just to so that the first sergeants can inspect your uniform and see if you're doing proper facing movements and right. how you're marching and stuff. Okay, so, so how do you, so that, so real quick, so how do you so when you walk in, when you're walking in, mm-hmm. did you take the shortest path? Yes, I did. Okay. So, but, but you, I, I did it. I did it with the monster mash, though. Yeah, so it was complete, completely obvious. What is there like? Is there like things in your way to make you assess which is the shortest way, or is it just like a straight line? Uh, pretty much just a straight line. But every board is different. But the one that they did for me and the people that were there, it's just the chairs right there. Okay. So they don't they don't like fuck with you and have like the chair on its side or or some shit. And even if it does, or e- even if the chair is on its side, be fucking smart about it and like you know pick up the the chair and put it upright. Yeah. Know, so you can sit in it. Right. Don't just be like a dumbass and like sit in the chair while it's fucking leaned down. That's so stupid. Yeah, that's just dumb. Because they're just tell you just like the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. So what the, so what happened so you monster mash which if you don't know the reference 
Um, it's right arm, right leg as you're walking. Just complete the complete opposite of you, the way you normally walk. Because you tip most people typically yeah. walk right arm swinging, left leg out, right left left arm swinging, right leg out, so on and so forth. So yeah. when when you monster mash, you're moving the same arm with the same leg. It looks fucking weird, and it only happens in moments of like complete nervousness. So then, so yeah. you so you monster mash over to the to the sergeant major. You say. Uh, president of the board, yada yada yada. Then you do your facing movements. How do you how do you feel during the facing movements? I felt I felt fine. Um, and even with like me walking uh, after they told me you know take a couple steps forward, it, it apparently I look very robotic. So I was just like you know like that. Yeah, just robotic. Okay. And it was it was it was pretty bad. Right. So, when you were walking or when you were doing the, the movements? Both. Okay. Well, for for the movements, you kind of have to be robotic. But for walking, it just is like natural thing. You got so, you so you monster mash yeah, the entire time. So you monster mash the entire time. It wasn't no, just no, like. No, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't monster mash the entire time. I just monster mashed towards the chair. And then everything else was. Yeah. Okay. So then... Just me not walking smoothly. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we can't get into the particulars because this is some some different shit, but how many questions did they ask you? Did you at any point feel comfortable? Like, because I know you told me, like, after the first question, it was Hiroshima. And we don't have to get into the question or anything like that. But how many questions did they ask you? Did you yeah. get com- comfortable or confident with anything else during the, during the interview so, or promotion board? Yeah, so the, the only thing that I felt like I did incredibly well on, and I saw the notes, and they said that um, out of everybody who did the NCO Creed, I did it better than everybody, including the sergeants that were trying to go from five to six. Wow, that's impressive. So, yeah. All right, so, so go ahead. No, no, no. I was, I was just gonna say like, uh, I did, I did. I'm not gonna lie, it was, it was pretty bad, but it wasn't so bad to the point that I got kicked out of the board, which two of the NCOs did. They got kicked out. Why did they get kicked out? Because they couldn't say the creed. Wow, that's fucking pathetic. And they were already NCOs. Correct. That's bullshit. So, all right. So you, you mentioned something about notes. What did the notes say? Did your NCO share it with you? Like, what did he say? What things? Because the thing from this, like I told you, like look, man, this is just things you got to improve on. Because we've all bombed interviews, yeah. we've all bombed uh, job interviews, promotion interviews, so on and so forth. We've all done mm-hmm. it, right? It's natural, it's normal. Where it just happened the right, yeah. wrong time, right day, type of shit, and you're and you're in the you're in the shit. So what did the notes say that you needed to improve on, and would you be? Are you gonna be recommended for another board? So basically, the note said, uh, I have to focus on my board etiquette, which is basically how I was responding to the first sergeants. Um, They felt I was very unprofessional, and and they saw that after, like, the first question, I basically snowballed, and they saw that I just gave up. Um... And then just, you know, not to be so nervous, be confident in the things that you want to, you know, talk about. Because they knew that I knew the stuff. I just didn't. I was just, like, so nervous that I just couldn't think properly at all whatsoever. Right, you just and, you just froze. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Which, which sucks because, like, most of the questions that they asked me, like, about 90% of them were on the uh, basically note cards that I was studying. Right. So, yeah. So, you should take some, like, solace and, and stuff in that. Is because, like, you just, mm. you've done the board, right? Like, you got that, you got that, on, so you know what that's like, because you've never done this before. It's your first time. You were, you were a board yeah. virgin, if you, if you will. Yeah. You know, and now you know, and now you kind of know what to expect, and that's something that you're only going to improve on, right? Because you're not going to monster mash again. You know now you, no. you know you're not gonna do that again. You know you know you know the NCO creed. You knock out the nervousness. Yep. 
The answers will flow and you'll kill that shit. Kill it and kill it and kill it and kill it. So, yep. you know. So I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you yeah, a funny story. No, go ahead. Hey, bud. So, uh, so, go ahead. No, go ahead. So what? So the note said that. So what did your NCO say? He basically that's that's pretty much what he told me what the notes were, and then he also showed me uh, what they were, and he was saying that the next available time because of the mission that I'll be going on next month. Um, I won't be able to take a board again until November. All right. That's because, not. Because. Yeah. Because. So I'll be gone mostly all of September. And the first week of October, I'll be back. But by that time, most of the squadrons uh, are going to be going over to someplace in Germany. I think Hohenfels. And that's going to be about a couple of weeks long. So the next available board is going to be November. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. That's only three months, bro. That's not that's not bad at all. So he, he is open to recommending you okay. again so you can go again and get that five. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's actually, good. Everybody is saying that they, they want me to go back because uh, they know that I can crush it. So. Yeah. And I, and I know you can crush it. I've always, I've always known that. Nervous are a motherfucker, bro. Like, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll give you an example to for me like my my interviews and stuff like as far as looking for work and everything like when I before I got this job that I got now right I was uh, I did this interview to it was in Homestead Hospital right there by our house by our old house and I went there and yeah. I had this like weird arrogant vibe that day right where I was just like ah fuck it. man they know me I mean I'm just going dude and I bombed that shit so hard where I was just so nonchalant and so dismissive and so like cocky with it and and I've never done that in an interview before you know if anything I've been more stiff and I've cracked a joke or two you know what I mean to just something to keep it light because I I think interviews are so intense for no reason you know because you gotta you're trying to get to know the person but uh Dude, and I bombed that shit so hard that when the guy walked me out, and I knew the guy, he was like, I was like, yo, I bombed that. He's like, yeah, bro, that that was pretty bad. And I was like, yeah, he told me straight up. I was like, yeah. And luckily, like, the next day, uh, this company that I work for now called me, and it ended up working out, bro, because, oh, my. Dude, I bombed that shit so hard. Like, it happens, bro. And I, and I man, I, I remember I had mom train me. I had mom interview me. I had her doing all this stuff because, you know, she she taught that. And dude, I still bombed it. I still it was just this weird thing where I just it didn't it didn't click, man. And it happens, bro. It happens. Yeah. You know? True, true. It's all good though, man. You'll kill the next one. You'll kill this mission like you do. You know what I mean? Now you know what to expect. It yep. won't it won't catch you by surprise. Cause I mean people can tell you, but unless until you're in it, my motherfuckers don't know. Like you, you're not going to know. You don't know what to expect. Yeah, it'll be three different people, but you won't monster mash, and then you'll be like, oh, I'm gonna do, I'm about to do this about face in your face, bitch. Do that. You know what I mean? All that shit, and then kill it. That's all good, man. It happens. Yeah. <sighs> Let me tell you something, man. I, I've watched my dog for the last 35 minutes just randomly pace around and get into shit, and I'm pretty sure my, my mic picked up most of it. But he's just doing, he's trying to like open doors. I feel like he's coming over just to look at me and call me a bitch because he's disrespectful. I mean, it's yeah. it's ridiculous, bro. Dude, did, he's probably saying, yeah, boy, I own this house. What you going to do about it? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been, he's been insane. I don't even know what he's getting. I don't even know what he's getting into at the time. But I tell you what, the motherfucker eats, spy, eats more spiders than, than my cats do. Perfect. Yeah, bro. That's good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so we back, man. Um, Had to take a little break there. So, dude, this week, I don't care. I probably shouldn't talk about it, but I don't give a fuck. This week, I worked with a, with a guy. I was kind of training him because he's taking over um the other route. The other tech left or whatever. And, dude, like, I just, you ever, yeah. you ever work with somebody that you just don't like for X amount of reasons. 
Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and dude, it was weird because it's like the first time that I work with somebody that I, that I just don't vibe and click with. You know what I mean? Like, most of the people who have my job do act or behave similar to the way I do, right? Like, they're very, they're, yeah. we all tend to have the same kind of personality because it takes a certain type of person to do what I do. You got to go into the facilities and whatever. Dude, and, and I just didn't click with this dude, man. So then I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing with him because I don't like him because I'm you know, I'm professional. I'm I'm a professional, so I'm I'm trying to keep it cool. But then at the same time, I I because I made that post a post a couple of days ago about the whole immigration thing, and I see like 30, yeah. 40 comments on this shit. Like man, what the f- what the f-? like I I didn't think the question was so uh, inciting to to to. To require that much of a response, like I didn't think what I what I what I said was so like wrong and this was I was just asking a question, you know what I mean? So for mm-hmm. for those of you, I, I'm sure I know you saw because we're brothers and you follow me, but for those of you who didn't, like I asked the question was like how I, I get that the murder of this of this woman I'm not gonna name out of respect for her family, you know what I mean? The murder of this woman was by an illegal immigrant. But my question is, like, why isn't there a penalty for the farms that hire illegal immigrants, right? And then the responses were, oh, but, you know, stuff was verified. Yeah, I get that. But I was I was talking about it with my wife earlier. I was like, look, I'm not saying that I'm I'm holding the, the company responsible, but why isn't there more of a penalty or some kind of fine or make or something for the for the farms and the and the companies that hire these illegal immigrants because in that like if you're going to complain about the illegal immigrants I'll put it to you like this right I'm saying a lot to say this if you're going to blame the employees which would be the illegal immigrants the company is the one that hires them right like the company is the one that like ter- kind of turned a blind eye to it so if you eliminate the market Right, you eliminate the market where the company doesn't want to make the most profit, and paying pe- paying human paying these people three dollars a day or whatever the fuck they pay the, whatever they get paid to uh to work these farms or to have these jobs, and you give, you know what I mean? Like, why isn't there more of a, an incentive to to stop the companies from doing it? Because if you build that market, the immigrants are gonna come, right? Like, if they can make that money, which might be more money than they make in their home country, you're almost inviting them to come in you know what i mean but at, but at the same time saying oh oh we don't want them so it's, it's very confusing right like if there's an opportunity if i have nothing and there's an opportunity for me to make any kind of money doing anything else to provide for my family i'm gonna do it right i guess it's, that's just human nature but i'm being penalized for being the go-getter while the company is making more profit for not paying me the right money or the farmer or or whoever whatever and it's not about a uh, Republican or de- Democrat. Like, I'm just asking the question, right? Like, because if you, if you, like you, Josh, like if you have a company, right? And you could, and you could have a hundred employees and pay them $3 an hour, right? Instead of having a hundred employees and having to pay them $8 an hour with the minimum wages, that's a shit ton of profit you're making. Yeah. Right? So obviously there's that incentive for the companies to have the illegal, the, to have illegal immigrants where you can pay them under the table and you're pocketing all that extra cash. Like, I, I didn't see it as some, like, crazy, oh, you got to build a wall, oh, you love immigrants, and you, like, I didn't see it as this, like, big, big, insane thing. I was just like, I just thought it was, like, common sense. And maybe I should have elaborated more, but I saw you go back and forth with some people. So my thing was never, like, oh, uh, this this person that, or this, this left-wing person or this right-wing person... I was just asking a question in general, and people were just like outraged that I asked the question. I was like, I didn't, I didn't see a big problem with that. Did you? No, I didn't. Right? Like I didn't, I didn't. And then people were like, "Oh, we like the wall." I was like, "Who? I didn't even bring up the wall." Like, what do you, what do you? I'm just asking the question. Like you're, I think. And I was talking to, yeah. men, I was talking to my wife earlier. I was like, I think you're thinking about the wrong stuff. Like. Not, not that my wife was, but you, you're thinking, you know, you're blaming the employee. You, what is it? You're blaming the symptom, but not the cause. Like if a company's gonna make five more dollars a, an hour per employee, they're gonna take that profit. That's just natural. Like that's why companies and corporations ship their jobs overseas 
and all our call centers are are from India or who knows where. You know what I mean, because they're, they're those companies those companies shipped out the the jobs to get to make more profit, but the onus is always on the employee. Like it's never made sense to me. Yeah. So that was the, like the uh, that was like the long winded version of what I was trying to say. But I never try and write that much on Facebook because I don't I don't like the responses. You know what I mean? Because it's it's constantly people trying to like win the argument. I'm like, dude, I'm just asking the question. You're not trying to convince me of anything. I'm just trying to understand how is it that the company gets better defense. You know what I mean? When they brought those situations in. Oh. Yeah. So what were you gonna say? No, I was just going to say, you know, um, for for some of these people that, you know, hire illegal immigrants, as, as you were saying, you know, yeah, they, they, they do turn a profit, a huge profit, really, um, because of the fact that they know that if they actually document them, like le- legitimately document them, then the U.S. government is going to know that they're illegal and then send them back to wherever they were from. And not just, and not just that, so right? They, so another, another thing is like, let's say if they're legal immigrants, right? I was looking into this a little bit, sorry to cut you off, but if they're legal immigrants and they register them, then they have to pay health insurance. Then they have to pay them a different wage, right? So the, the whole thing where the farmer goes, Oh, we verified them. I was like, well, if you verified them, this person should have should have been getting paid. I'm assuming, like, I, the particulars of what his salary was is is, is doesn't matter because he's a, he's a murderer. Like, fuck that guy. This isn't like an argument of in defense of him. This is just an. I, I, I want to understand why is it that people aren't looking at a, the bigger problem or the bigger cause than than just one thing. You know, than just one instance. Mm. Go ahead. Sorry. So, it's just honestly really, well, yeah, I guess it is kind of complicated with the whole issue that, that's been going on, you know, back in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this isn't really anything new. It's been going on forever. The only reason why it's getting, like, huge, you know, national uh, viewing mm-hmm. is because of the grotesque situation that had happened. Right. So... You know, so with that, unfortunately, you know, politicians on on both sides are using this as their political gain for yep. whatever thing that they're they're trying to push. But so unfortunately, they're they're using this this uh, poor woman's you know death um, and the fact that the person who did it was illegal, um, and I'm and I'm pretty sure. It wouldn't really have been such a huge issue. I mean, it obviously will be like a huge issue, but it won't be as nationally publicized if it was, you know, some some random ass dude. Granted, if the state of America now, because honestly, I'm trying to avoid America for as long as I possibly can. I don't blame you, brother. This is this no. is a totally this is a totally different place than the place you left. Yeah. So, so with that, like the only way that the news will likely not publicize it, which is fucked up to say, but if the dude was basically, like, white, you know, he... he it, it would get publicized, but it probably oh. won't last. It'll probably oh. last maybe, like, a week. Oh, real quick. I could, I could actually give you a literal example about that. Um, two weeks ago, this this black, uh, black young girl, her name was Nia Wilson. She was murdered by a white supremacist, right? Um, yeah. Like at a train, at a train or some shit. Like it's again the the news didn't cover. So I'm working off memory that the Young Turks covered, right? Murdered by a white supremacists, which which by all means is a threat to the country because they they don't abide by the by the by the rule of this country. They abide what they sh- what they think the country should be, and have flags that aren't American that they're marching with, right? The Nazi flag, the the yeah. Confederate Army flag, all those flags are treasonous flags. Sorry to break it to you, it, they are. They're not. They're not American. They might be American history, but the Confederacy wanted wanted to secede from from America. They wanted to become their own country because they wanted to keep slaves. Whatever, right? So that that is that is a huge threat. But 
again, that was covered for maybe a day. Maybe a day. But because nobody politicized it. The Democrats shut shut the fuck up about it because they're cowards. And the Republicans didn't say a word because that's kind of their fan base. Right? Yeah. yeah Sadly, it, it is. Like, it's, I'm not, again, it's not, when people hear they're like, oh, you're saying they're all racist. No. I'm just saying, like, if you go to a, if you go to a, a meeting or a rally, there's a chance you're going to see some of them there. You're going to see some swastika tattoos. That's the the team you run with, right? Like that's you you might not be a full fledged member of that, and that's and I'm you know what I mean? Because some people whatever, but there in in that in that space you're you're in their space. You're in the spectrum of them basically, right? So that happened and nobody talked about it. I didn't see a single post from anybody who's outraged about this. I didn't see a single anything. Right, and the, they're the and the people who are outraged about this tend to be supporters of the president. Whatever, I know you can't talk about that. That's that's only for me to say. But like, it's just this weird thing where it's it's completely blind to one side. You know, it's there's what what changed here so quickly was the lack of complete empathy, right? Because the murder of a woman, the murder of anybody, is terrible, horrible, disgusting, and it. And if you find the, the criminal, he should be punished to the f- farthest extent of the law. That can't be denied. It shouldn't matter one way or the other, right? Like, it, it shouldn't be this person doesn't matter as much. It sh- you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I was, like it, the tentacles of this conversation of immigration and, and racism are so much deeper and, and so much more far-reaching than we could cover in an eight-hour podcast. Because we only know it from our we only know it from our perspective, like the things I've learned having black friends telling me about black history and telling me their experiences years before it became a social media thing and a hashtag was was insane to me. Like there's things there, there's things they told me that I was like, nah, bro, you're full of shit. They never taught me that in high school. And there's all these things, and I was like, yo, what the? How is this possible? Like how how is this not talked about? You know, it's it's yeah. it's just such a deep thing, it's, and I just I I don't understand why more questions aren't asked and people are just well, okay, that that seems right. Like I'm, you know what I mean? I, I've never understood that. Like I, I've always been that guy, even in the military. Like yo, if, th- if that's stupid, it's stupid. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Like I'm not just gonna go okay with it because you told me. Huge problem when you're in the military. Huge problem with attitude when you're in the military having that. But I just, you know what I mean? Like, I've just, I've never understood why people are just so quick to, to say everything this person or that person is saying is right on both sides. Like, that's bullshit. Dude, I'm wrong all the time. You're wrong all the time. We're humans. We say dumb shit. We say offensive shit. We say disrespectful shit. Not, you know, just in that moment. We're human. You know, I don't know, man. That immigration argument, I was like, I didn't even, I didn't know what I was saying was so infuriating to people. I was just asking a question. Yeah, I honestly, I think a lot of people nowadays are just getting so fed up with like every like the state of America right now that anything that I guess kind of not really inconveniences them but just you know sheds a light on things that are happening in America that they just like want to in their own way basically tell you look just accept it as it is that's just what it is yeah because I don't want to hear about this any longer blah 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 Think- which like, Sorry. This, Go ahead. oh my god like I don't I, honestly I, I don't know what the hell is going on with America you know, that place is not what I remember it as, especially uh, after I left America, you know, to come over to Germany. Well, not really come over like I wanted to. Yeah, right. You know so, what I mean. let, let me ask so, you. I'm oh, sorry, I'll let you finish, yeah, right. then, I, then I'll ask you a question. Go ahead. So, it, it the whole state of America is just so crazy right now. And honestly... Part of the reason why I chose my next duty station, the place where it is, right. is because of the, like, not, not, 
entirely the, the reason why, but it definitely had an effect to it. It was because I just didn't want to deal with anything that was going on in so America. What I'm just trying to wait for as long as I possibly can for it just to blow over. Will it? Probably not. Probably not. I don't so know. what I wanted to ask you, right, is like you being in uh, overseas, if you if you ever have the time to like watch the news, how do they cover it over there? Like, what what are the stuff they say on German? You know what I mean on TV. Like, how does how is it portrayed now? Basically, uh, from what I I I do see, um, which on military posts, they basically have you know Fox News, yep. CNN, MSNBC. Basically, the most extreme of uh, Democrats to the most extreme of Republicans. Right. And they really don't have any, like, middle ground at yep. all whatsoever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the only time I ever really see the news is in the mornings um, during, like, breakfast. So I couldn't really tell you exactly how other countries view America other than the fact that right now... Everybody thinks, from what I've gathered, not just from, like, traveling, but also, you know, going on missions and asking people, you know, about America and stuff. And they're just like, I don't know what happened to America. This is, like, an abridged version of what they're saying. But they're just like, I don't know what happened with America, but you guys are just crazy right now. You guys are just losing it. Like, there's just no... You guys just are not what you used to be. Like, you yeah. used to be, like, a pretty, uh, not going to say tranquil place, but not so crazy yeah. and chaotic as it is right now. So, what, what, but, so yeah, it, what my theory, and again, it's a theory, I could, well, my theory is, like, I'm not going to give uh, the person in the White House the credit to say that, oh, it was him that did it, right? I think what it was, because, I mean, people can say outlandish stuff, and, yeah, man, so people can say outlandish stuff and say all these outrageous things, and I get that, right? Like, you can have outrageous claims, but it's the amount of people who agree with him and who are <sighs> consensual, maybe the wrong word, or, like, accepting of, of that kind of rhetoric and that kind of talk, and I'm not, again, I'm not putting it on him that he was the deciding factor and things like this. But I, I told him, like, I think his, the way he talks and the way, just tapped into a rhetoric and a, and a, just tapped into a vein and a belief that a lot of people had, right? So this was almost, this was almost the foundation that was there that needed to be tapped into. And that's what it got tapped into, right? Because think of, think about how crazy it would be like, oh, like what you said earlier, like, oh, you just got to accept things the way they are. Think about if our founding fathers thought of this country that way. We still be under British rule. We, yeah. you know what I mean. We'd still we we'd be the redcoats, right? Like we'd we'd have we'd wear weird wigs. We'd have a queen. We'd have a monarchy. We wouldn't have a democracy. Our worlds would be totally different if we just accepted the things the way they are. Our founding fathers, as shitty as they were, because they did have slaves, and they did all these things. If in 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 Certain ways they were progressive because they wanted to progress the country forward. If they were conservatives, but just by the sheer root word of it, they would have conserved it, right? Like they they figured the shit out in a wild wild time when they had no basis of of knowledge as to how they were gonna figure the shit out. But they were like, yo, anything's better yeah. than anything's better than this. Right. So change change is terrifying, bro. Change is scary. So I get why why certain certain factions of this country are afraid or fear that they're losing the country, but you have to remember you don't own a country. You partake in it and you invest in it and you get from it what you can, but you don't. I don't own my neighbors, right? I can't tell my neighbors how to live their life. I can't tell my neighbors, hey, we don't like we don't like you, so please move. That's that's not America, right? Like. This shit was founded on something totally different. I don't know, man. It's it's just crazy. Very true. You know? Yeah, it is. 
I just I don't get it, man. Like it's the lack. So what what I always say is like the lack of empathy from people on both sides, right? Because there's people, and it's not. I'm not gonna go with the oh, there's good people on both sides. No, there's shitty people on both sides. Um, the lack of empathy from one the extremes of it, where they believe that they're the normal version of it, and that's who the the right or their left focus on, like the extreme left and the extreme right, is disingenuous. And for and for people to be so ready to and willing to accept that without questioning it is scary to me, right? Because I you have to question authority. That's you have to question everything. That's what we were built on. That's what our blood is through. Our founding fathers built this shit. Question like, no, I'm not gonna fucking listen. Fuck your tea. You know what I mean? Like this. No, we're gonna do this shit different. And if that's scary, that's scary. But everything has to change. Everything changes at some point. Yeah. You know? But, unfortunately, you know, with every country, developing country or developed country, um, they all go through their cycles of, uh, you know, chaotic political stuff, you know. And we are in, in that time frame of... Like right now, whether this whole situation is gonna make or break America. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And what what people are focused on again is so. What the masses get focused on is so small minded, right? Because they, you, I mean, I, I'm guilty of it too. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I, I'm not a fucking history teacher. I'm not a political science major, but from what I what I what I gather from like talking to people and seeing social media posts and seeing the way people act on there you know what i mean like that's that's exposed a lot of things that like how uneducated we all are right because yeah it's it's things that we just like I, i'll give you an example right and i mean we could end it on this and we could go talk about something else for a couple minutes but like there's people who i work with who i have on my facebook who say, oh, yeah, I don't know why, why blacks are so angry. Republicans are the ones who freed the slaves. Yes, historically, that's absolutely correct. But that's also disingenuous because this is the shit that I've looked into. That's also disingenuous because in the 1950s and 60s, when Nixon was coming into power and all these all these people, they, they instituted something called, uh, what was it, the Southern Strategy, right? Where you got Democrats who were ra- who were racist, they they were Democrats owned slaves, Republicans owned slaves in the south because that was their normal, right? They instituted the the Southern strategy where they start where they turn those Democrats or Dixiecrats as they were called to Republicans, right? They got they got their vote. They started using the certain kind of propaganda. So yes, historically that was the because Abraham Lincoln was a Republican, right? Uh, LBJ, after JFK was murdered, was a Republican, but LBJ was also a, a world-renowned racist. Like he got had video, he had many audio tapes of him saying the N-word. You know what I mean? So yes, they've done, they've done, they've had these moments. But in mass, they've they've also turned that corner to not be them. And the Democrats haven't done anything either. So to believe that either of these parties are really for the people is kind of bullshit, because they don't have. They don't have a vested interest in the people when businesses have a vested interest in them. You know what I mean? Like it's it's such a again it's such a bigger conversation to just be answered by one thing and one statement as if oh this is it this is right I got the exclamation point. No, bro, it's it doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? It's not it's not just one thing. No no one thing is one thing in this country. It's very 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 true. Yeah, you know what I mean. But. Even even with that, like, you know, there are some people in both parties, you know, that do want to, uh, you know, bring America to greatness in a good way. Um, but unfortunately, there's just so many people um both parties that have just been there for so long that they're just stuck in their old ways and don't want to change at all whatsoever. Yep. And all the people that do want to make a change, their voices are just not heard at all. So eventually, I guess they just get so tired of it, so burnt out that they either leave politics or they just conform to whatever the 
party says, and that's what it is, unfortunately. Yep. Conformity is a motherfucker, boy. I brother, I think we went uh, way more political than I thought we were gonna be, man. But you know, we had a good conversation about uh about bombing interviews, and we learned about your promotion board stuff, man. So that's good stuff, man. It was always good talking to you, brother. I love you, man. <laughs> love you too. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. All right, man. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Man Chatter Podcast with your host as always, Ben Borges. Till next time, peace.